the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Life is a classroom. We're called to be continual learners. By being continual learners, it does not mean you're sitting in school for three decades. Life is the schoolroom. And we need to learn from what we experience. The old saying is, if you don't learn the lessons of the past, you're doomed to repeat them in the future. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want you to consider good times or bad times, highs or lows, what can you learn from what you're going through. And this last weekend, I took a team of 11 people through the ups and downs of life, through a situational leadership experience called Leadership Awakening. And in that process, as a leader under construction, I learned a lot of things. And today, I want to share those things. But first, I want to share with you the 10 rules for being human. It was something I found in Chicken Soup for the Soul a few decades ago. Uh, It was written by a woman by the name of Carter Scott, Carter Scott. Uh, And she, uh, man, uh, Dr. Carter Scott's book, If Life is a Game, These Are the Rules, uh, really uh, made an international impact. It was all over the world. And so I want to share these rules because I think they're a good beginning. Life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood. That's what Helen Keller said. And as a leader, we have what's called look-back learning, where we go through something and then we learn about it. And through my situational leadership experience, the ups and downs, the trauma, the drama, taking a group of people through deep recesses of their mind to opening up their heart and walking in their pain, uh, you know, we got to make sense out of it. And for a man who had a very troubling childhood, a man who for years was haunted by his childhood, a man who today is thankful for that same childhood that haunted him for decades. Life is about learning. Life is about reframing. Life is about putting ourselves in the best possible situation to impact as many people as possible in as many good ways as possible. So let me share you uh, these 10 rules to being human. Rule number one, you will receive a body. Uh, And some of us know this better than others. Whether you love it or hate it, it's yours for life. So accept it. It does not matter what's on the outside. What matters is on the inside. This is what Dr. King said. Dr. King said, do not judge me by things that were not my choice. I did not choose my skin color. I did not choose what country I was born in. I did not choose where I lived as a small child, right? I did not choose my parents. I did not choose their parenting style. And so don't 
judge me based on choices that weren't mine. Now, character, character is the sum of our choices. And so it's okay to judge someone on the content of their character, but not on the color of their skin. See, I got a body in this one. It's a Pinto. Some of you got a Cadillac. Some of you got a Lexus. Some of you got a Hummer. Uh, I got a Pinto, but I've been told I get a better one next time. Rule number two, you will be presented with lessons. Life is a constant learning experience, which every day provides opportunities for you to learn. And if that is what life is all about, imagine going through situational leadership where I put you in situation circumstances where your back's against the wall, put you in situation circumstances where you're going to fail and have to overcome that failure. I put you in situations and circumstances where you see what you're made of. There's an old proverb that says it great. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair because you really know who you got when you back him against the wall. Rule number three, there are no mistakes, only lessons. Your development towards wisdom is a process of experimentation, trial, and error. See, that's what science is all about. How do you know? Why does this do that? Science is all about questioning things. I really believe that we got to question ourselves too. Uh, You know, a lot of people are afraid to say something, have constructive criticism, are afraid to um, rock the boat, say something that might be considered or construed as positive. And so they withhold constructive criticism and they they withhold information that that could help people, that could get them a promotion, that could get them a raise, that could get them a better way of living. But when we are not open to admit our mistakes, then we never learn from those mistakes. And there's something to be said about failing forward. I always tell people, if you you are not as successful as you want to be, maybe it's because you have not failed enough. That's the key. You fail forward. People like Thomas Edison... People like um, uh, Mary Kay, people like Abraham Lincoln, people like that who failed miserably, Colonel Sanders, Sam Walton, uh, people who failed miserably, Henry Ford, who had very little success before 50 years old, but then went on to become very, very famous people. Why? Because there are no mistakes when you learn from your mistakes. And if I have an outcome that is less than one I want, let's call it a failure, and I learned from that failure, is it a failure? And I would suggest no, because I learn and get better next time. Rule number four, which is really important because of what I just said, the lesson is repeated until learned. If you haven't learned the lesson, then you're gonna keep repeating it until you learn it because God's all about outcome. He's not about your happiness. He's not about your comfort. He's about your holiness. He's about your destination. Rule number five, learning does not end. While you are alive, there are always lessons to be learned. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care where you're doing it. I don't care what type of activity there is. There is an opportunity to learn. Do you see the patterns? Do you see the analogy, the metaphor for other things in life? Rule number six, I love this one. There is no better than here. There is no better than here. The other side of the hill may be greener than you know. But being there is not the key to endless happiness. People always think, I'll be happy when, or I'll be happy if. That's Get rid of that. It's not true. And again, I'm going to ask you, is happiness your outcome? If so, I would suggest that your outcome and God's outcome are not the same. Rule number seven, others are only mirrors of you. You love or hate something about another person according to what you love or hate about yourself. This is an ouch. Because what I see, whether it's my wife or other people, I see things in other people that I see in myself. I don't like them in me. Why would I like them in someone else? 
and especially those things that we do a lot, we have a tendency to see those more often in other people because we're aware of it. Rule number eight, what you make of your life is up to you. I don't care how many DEI programs there are. I don't ever want to succeed just because of the color of my skin. I don't ever want to succeed because someone handed me something. Uh, I believe in working, sweat equity, work for what you do. And if you're going to do something big, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be tough. And part of the process is growing you into be tough person by going through those tough things and those challenges. What you make of your life is up to you. You have all the tools and resources you need. What you do with them is up to you. And in my training, I actually take out your toolbox. Go to likeitmatters.net. I take out your toolbox. I show you what tools you've always had and how to use them. Rule number nine, your answers lie inside of you. Your answers lie inside of you. And it goes on to say, trust your instincts, your innermost feelings, whether you hear them as little voice or a flash of inspiration. But this is where you got to understand your worldview. you got to understand who you are and whose you are. Otherwise, you're listening to the wrong voice. There's a lot of people listening to voices, intuition inside their head and heart that is not leading them well. So you got to make sure where is that voice coming from? Is that me? Is that the devil? Or is that my God? And rule number 10 you'll forget all this. <laughs> so easy. You'll forget it all. See, it's so easy to forget, but the good news is it's also easy to remember. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to take this last training that I did, Team 245, and show you some lessons I've learned. And a lot of them are recurring lessons I've known. They're called HR 101. Like any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Uh, basic little ones, hurting people hurt people. Uh, and if you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. See, I put a lot of pressure on people. And what we find out is what they're made of. We find out who they are. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go in depth. I learned a lot of lessons taking this group of 11 people through the ups and downs of Leadership Awakening. So after the break, I'm going to start breaking down some of the lessons this leadership trainer experience going through Leadership Awakening last weekend. We'll be right back. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is July 27th through the 29th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Freedom 1570 is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. 
If you're interested, please call us today, and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. Save 700 gallons of water and 250 pounds of salt this year with the new wet technology water softener from Commerce Water. Get $400 for your old softener. Commerce will haul it away too. Commerce.com. Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I, was, I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for for me right now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's. It's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. It's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like it matters unique approach allows people to see, hear and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters radio. Radio like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Today we're talking about lessons learned from Team 245. You know, life is a classroom, it's been said, and we are called to be continual learners. And in my world, that does not mean sitting in a classroom, a college classroom, paying someone to teach you. That means living life like it matters and learn from the ups and downs, get feedback and learn to do better. Learn from this, what we did well and learn what we got to do well. But so many people, they refuse to learn. We got to be as smart as a donkey. And today I'm going to have a few references to donkeys because you can call a donkey an ass. But listen, if a donkey can figure it out and you can't, what does that make us, right? So one day a farmer's donkey fell down into a well. The animal cried piteously for hours as the farmer worked hard to figure out a way to get that donkey out of that well. Finally, he decided, hey, you know what? I'm just going to kill two birds with one stone. He decided it was probably impossible to get that animal out of that well. And by the way, the animal was old. He had really no value. He's living out his last days. And, and the well was useless. It was dry. Uh, it was actually more of a threat than anything else. So it just wasn't worth working to retrieve the donkey out of the well. So the farmer asked his neighbors to come over and help him with the solution. And the solution was he would just bury the donkey in the well. So he would get rid of his old animal and he would get rid of the risk, the safety hazard of a dried up well that no longer produced water. So his neighbors agreed, and they all grabbed shovels and began to shovel dirt into the well to fill up that well uh, and to bury that creature. Well, at first, when the donkey realized what was happening, it cried horribly. They kept throwing pile after pile of dirt would hit its back, and he's like, what's going on? And just cry out with braise. Then to everyone's amazement, he quieted down, and he started letting out some happy braise. So a few shovels later, the farmer looked down in the well to see what was happening. 
and he was astonished at what he saw. See, with every shovel of dirt that hit his back, the donkey was shaking off and taking a step up. He would shake it off and take a step up. As the farmer's neighbors continued to shovel dirt on top of the animal, he continued to shake it off and take a step up, shake it off and take a step up. Pretty soon, to everyone's amazement, the donkey stepped up over the edge of the well and trotted off. Now, there's a lesson to this story. Life is going to shovel dirt on you. The trick to getting out of the well is to shake it off and take a step up. Every adversity can be turned into a stepping stone. The way to get out of the deepest well is by never giving up, but by shaking yourself off and taking a step up. Proverbs 24:16 says this, A righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up but the wicked will stumble into ruin. See, it doesn't matter what happens to you, ladies and gentlemen. This goes back to the prepositions. What matters is happens in you. And this is key. See, at first, when the donkey realized what was happening, he cried even more uh, piteously, right? But then the wise animal hit on a plan. As each spadeful of dirt hit his back, the donkey would shake it off take a step up on the ground mound of earth. And eventually the mound grew high enough for him to jump out of the pit. Life is going to shovel dirt on us. All kinds of dirt, unfair dirt, unjust dirt, dirt that we never planned for, dirt that should have never been piled onto us. You can focus on that. You can feel sorry for yourself. You can play the victim, but it's better. Just if you want to get out of the pit, is to shake it off and take a step up. Shake it off and take a step up. We can get out of the deepest fits by not stopping and never giving up. Just shake it off and take a step up. So the lesson from this last weekend is when you're in a hole, quit digging. One thing you didn't see that donkey do is dig the hole deeper. You didn't see that donkey start digging with his paws in a hole, dig it down deeper. And this is what happens so many times in life. We take a situation and we make it worse. We make it worse because we don't stop digging. And this last weekend was a perfect example. I have this gentleman, I won't call him a friend, a guy I know from church. I'm visiting a church. Uh, I'm not joining that church, but I'm visiting that church until God brings me to another place. And so I've met this man a few times. This man has always been kind to me, always been nice to me. I know this man's struggling. I can just tell. Uh, And people at that church know what I do. I've given some classes away to the pastor and to some of the other people. And so this gentleman said, came up to me and said, man, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do it. Uh, and so my class costs $2,500. It's hotel, it's meals, it's all materials for two and a half days. And I make a personal guarantee that at the end of this training, if when you go through this training, you don't feel it's worth every single penny. If you don't feel it's one of the best things you've ever done in your life, then you just stand up publicly, publicly at graduation and tell me, and I will gladly refund 100% of your tuition. In 31 years, I have never had another person ask me for a penny back. And so it's $2,500 that covers two hotel room nights. That covers all six meals for that two and a half days. It covers all your materials. It covers the sweat, equity, and the knowledge and the wisdom of Mr. Black and all he's going to do to pour into you. And so I gave him a gift. 
And so here's it. So punctuality is really important to me. So we have a 5 o'clock meeting. So I reached out to him the day before, made sure he was on board. Uh, I actually texted him, I think, the day of and reminded him, make sure you're at the meeting. So here it is, almost 5 o'clock, and guess who's not there? The one guy who lives local, uh, not there. And so I'm texting him, you know, the person's name. Hey, uh, you, we're having a meeting. We're waiting for you, waiting for you. And he finally showed up. He was a minute or two late. In my book, that's really late. But I didn't say anything, kind of let it go. Now we were delayed. We normally go to dinner and start class, but we had half our class that was delayed on a flight that wouldn't be until 8.30. So I said, listen, we're going to do something different. We're going to meet back down here at 6.30. Now this guy was tired, so he's going to go rest for an hour. And so at 6.30, here we are, we're down, we're ready to have dinner, and then I'll give further instructions because we're going to be delayed. I have to keep them up to date what's going on. And so this guy's not there. Five minutes later, I text him, where are you? Ten minutes later, I call him. At 6.43, my last text I've ever sent the guy was, where are you? The team is waiting for you. You're taken away from the experience not the thank you that I expected. I give this guy a $2,500 gift. I'm paying for his hotel and meals, everything. So I'm down there till about you know 10 to 7, give instructions, and then I leave. Never shows up. So now, 8.30, I tell the team to come back down. We're going to wait. Uh, some, they should be landing about 9-ish, and we need to be in the area, so we got a 15-minute warning. As soon as I find out when they're going to be here, I'm going to give you a 15-minute warning. We're going to go because the first module is five hours, and it's already 8.30 at night. That puts us you know, at 1.30 in the morning already. And so we're delayed until 9.30. We don't start till 9.30. And by the way, this guy doesn't show up at all. He does, I don't see him. He's not at class, and his roommate, he had a roommate, said, hey, I attempted to wake him up. He was passed out in his underwear on the bed uh, and would not wake up. So we had to start without him. And one thing I tell people is if we start without you, if you miss one second of training, you're done. You cannot miss one second of training. If, you miss, if we start without you, then you have to quit. You're quit, and you'll have to come back and start all over with a new group of people. So I'm now teaching class, and I see my wife in the back room, and she's texting back and forth. This guy is harassing her, text, calling, texting her nonstop about 15 minutes after class starts. And he was gonna, he's going to be there uh, you know, in the morning. And, like, you can't miss five hours of my training. You can't miss one second of my training and be there. But so she's texting him. She's supposed to be helping me do a class. And he's arguing with her and thinking he's talking to me and saying, what's the big deal? It's just five hours. Why can't I just come in the morning? She finally had to block him because she had a class to do. Uh, and then what proceeded to happen is this guy proceeded to start texting me. Now, I don't answer my, my text. Uh, he starts attacking me because I don't answer his text. He starts creating this whole battle in his head. And, man, he was trashing me. He was threatening me. He was attacking me. I actually, when we got out of class, had to call the pastor to seek some help. Is this guy going to kill me? Is he a threat? I mean, undoubtedly, he's got some issues. And then I find out all this other stuff. Been to drug rehab, six-week program, quit after one day, uh, all this stuff. He was up for two days straight before getting to my class. His wife was out of town, so went on a little bit of a bender, I guess. And so he slept. So I paid $2,500. He spent a day of his life. Uh, and what did he do? He slept. But then he made it worse. He created this whole thing that I'm this evil one. I'm this nasty one. I How dare me? He knows my integrity. I suck. I'm terrible as a leader. Man, he went. 
now he's made himself, a, uh, I mean, caused problems at his church. He's called, caused problems with me. Now, I, he owes me nothing. God says to forgive, not keep a pound of flesh or wreck wrong. I have no charge against this guy. This guy owes me nothing. He cost me 500 bucks. He cost me a lot of stress, a lot of pain, but he owes me nothing. But the lesson here is when in a hole, quit digging. I can give you article after article after article of people who made a mistake. It's kind of like the the people who get pulled over by a cop, and now they're told cops are out to kill you. They're going to gun you down. And so now they resist arrest. They grab the cop's gun. They punch the cop. They take off running. They drive the car into a building and kill three people. Here's a lesson I was reminded of this weekend. When you're in a hole, stop digging. And here's a bonus lesson. If you need people to help you, make it easy for people to help you. So you got two for the price of one. When you're in a hole, stop digging. And if you need people to help you, then make it easy for people to help you. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about lessons of life. And we're talking about the lessons I've learned. And after the break, I'm going to go into some of the greatest lessons. And they are called HR 101. I'm Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott B. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar, to finish what you started. As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and is done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25. Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you're ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure. Details and schedule at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry, and rates have dropped dramatically in the last few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, a million dollars of coverage, $75 per month, level rate for 10 years, or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110, level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates as well. At Term Busters, we Specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-558-9940. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-558-9940. Remember, 1-800-558-9940. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting. Exam required to qualify. That number for term busters is 1-800-558-9940. 1-800-558-9940. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. 
third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Today we're talking about lessons. Life is a classroom. And if we do not learn the lessons from the past, then we are doomed to repeat them. And we go through life. And we shared earlier the rules to being human. And we go through life and God presents us lessons. And we are to learn from that lesson so we can do better next time. One thing I learned about God a long time ago is God is a good father. And what that means is as any good father, he does not remove consequences. Oh, he'll walk with us, those consequences. He'll walk through them with us. Uh, He'll even carry us. That's what footprints in the sand is. Uh, He'll love us through the consequences, but he won't remove the consequences. You know why? Because how will you ever learn? If you don't learn the consequences, how will you ever learn? One day, when Goa was young, his mother sent him to the market to fetch some salt and also some samne, or clarified butter. She gave him with a dish the samne and took it for granted that the grocer would wrap the salt in a piece of paper. When he reached the shop, Goa handed the dish he had bought to the brought to the shopkeeper and asked him for the butter. He then turned the dish upside down and told the grocer to place the salt on the bottom of the dish. At home, he said to his mother, here is the salt, mother. But my son, said she, where is the samne? Here, replied Goa, turning the dish right side up. Of course, neither the salt nor the butter were on the dish anymore. See, common sense. See, we can sit and look at this little story about Goa and say, well, that's kind of silly. But ladies and gentlemen, we are unconscious creatures. We go through the motions. We don't realize how we're showing up. One thing I learned a long time ago is we are creatures of habit. And the reason why we're showing up the way we're showing up now is because we've shown up before. And let's be honest, we miss so much. We are unconscious creatures. One thing I I teach people is that you're going to become aware of being unaware. And when you become aware of being unaware, you're going to be blown away by how much of life you're missing, by what things were right in front of you that you didn't even see, that what things were being said right in front of you you didn't even hear, that what things were being done and you didn't experience or didn't feel. See, when Goa was old enough to work for his living, he became a donkey driver. And so one day he was in charge of 12 donkeys, which were used to carry dirt and soil to the city. So before heading back, uh, after delivering this dirt with the laden animals, Goa thought it was wise to count them. So he counted 12 and herded the donkeys across the field and towards the city. On the journey, he stopped for lunch in a shady area. Then feeling quite full and not eager to walk, he mounted one of the donkeys. And again, wanting to make sure he had all the donkeys, again, he counted all the donkeys. But to his dismay, he found only 11. He like lost one somehow. At once, he dismounted, got off the horse. He put them all in a row, lined them up, 
to make sure to recount to make sure he was missing one. But after he recounted, he was astonished and greatly relieved. Again, he counted 12. So he thought there was one missing, but now it came back. There are all 12 there. So now feeling relieved that all 12 donkeys were there, he remounted the donkey and set off again. Wondering along as he rode along how it was that he'd missed one donkey earlier. Where did it go and where did it come back? Suddenly, this thought process in the head got the best of him. And the suspicion became on him again that maybe possibly, just like before, uh, one of the donkeys ran away. So he again pulled up his donkey he was riding on and then looked at the other donkeys to count the other donkeys. And what's more, as he counted them, there were only 11 trotting along in front of him. Again, he was surprised. Like, what's going on here? He's terribly disconcerted. And again, he dismounted. He brought all the animals together side by side. And again, he counted them. And again, he was puzzled to find there they were again. All 12 were back then. He was so absorbed by this mystery, he kept on counting and recounting the donkeys till a passerby assured him, He would have exactly 12 donkeys if he just would follow them on foot. Now, you might say that's kind of stupid because what was going on is he wasn't counting the donkey he was riding on whence he was riding on it, but he could easily count it when he wasn't riding on it because all the donkeys were together. But this goes to show you how unaware we are. A lot of us live in a false reality. See, nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. In other words, people don't respond to what is going on. They respond to what they believe is going on. Remember, they can be quite different. You know, what I do in my training is pretty intense. And I I bring a lot of pressure not to be mean because it's like a sponge. I use the example of a sponge because it's so clarifying. I want you to imagine that I had a a glass of wine punch on a table. And I also imagine that I have a beautiful tile floor that that table is sitting on. So I get excited, I knock over my Hawaiian punch, and now there's red punch all over my beautiful tile floor. So I go under the sink, I grab a brand new sponge, I take it out of its wrapper, and I clean up my mess. Now when I go to the sink to squeeze that sponge, what do you expect to come out of it? Right. You're probably saying red punch, Hawaiian punch, whatever, right? Because that's what was in it. And then I would say, okay, fair enough. Um, Let's do a different scenario. Now I have a brown soda, a brown soda on my table. I still have a beautiful tile floor. Again, I get rambunctious because who I am, I knock over my brown soda all over my beautiful tile floor. So I go under the sink. I grab a brand new sponge and I take it out of its wrapper. And then I go to clean up my mess. And what do you think is going to come out of that sponge when I squeeze it? Now, most of you are going to answer brown liquid. And I'm going to agree with you. But my question is going to be this. Why would you say brown liquid? And then hopefully there's somebody logical out there, or maybe you, would say this. Because Mr. Black, that's what I picked up with it. And then I would say, so are you telling me that the only thing that can come out of that sponge is what you put in that sponge? Is that what you're telling me? 
And then you would say, yeah. And I would say, duh. In this story, we are the sponge. You know, the proverb says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Because when you back someone in the corner, you see what you've got. See, here's an HR 101. We are all creatures of habit. What we're doing today, we're doing it because we've done it before. And this is when that smart Jewish scientist comes into play, Albert Einstein. Because Albert Einstein said it best. He said, you know what the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's just crazy. So if you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. That's the key. That's the flip side of Einstein's coin. So you got to do something different if you want to get something different. But before you can do something different to get something different, you first must identify what you are doing. What is the pattern in place? You must identify the pattern. Then you pose the question to yourself, is this getting me what I want? And you know what's hidden, what's presupposed in that question? This, that you know what you want. And in my experience over 31 years of working intimately at the deep recess of the head and the heart, I'm going to tell you this without a doubt. Most people don't know what they want, but they have a plethora, a bevy, a list, a scroll of things they don't want. I don't want to be the dead in marriage. I don't want to be a follower of God if he's not loving I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want to listen to that man. I don't want to give a speech. I don't want to stay up till midnight. I don't, I don't, I don't. Boy, have we all got a list of things we don't want. But let me ask you a question, leader. What do you want? And what do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk being uncomfortable? What do you want so bad that you're willing to give heart, body, and soul to a process that you don't clearly understand? All so you can be a better spouse, a better parent, a better child of God, a better pagan, a better earth dweller, whatever it is you do in life. I'm not here to judge you. God does that. God says, vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I will repay. God says, it is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And so our job is to learn, live, and love. To learn, live, and love. Learn to take our experiences and to do better. Because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. God meets us where we're at. He doesn't expect us to change before he meets us. But then God changes us from the inside out. As Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again of water and spirit. You must be a new creation in Christ. Everything is new. The old is washed away. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. For you are God's workmanship, his masterpiece, created new in Christ Jesus, created in advance for good works for you to walk through. And ladies and gentlemen, hurting people hurt people. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. When you're in a hole, quit digging. If you need people to help you, make it easy for people to help you. And when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot easier. 
And when you know whose you are, then that brings peace. Because the lie in the streets of Minneapolis is no justice, no peace. That's a lie because there is no justice on this side of eternity. The truth is no Jesus, no peace. That's why we need to know Jesus so we can know peace. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we'll talk about lessons learned from Team 245. We'll be right back. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is July 27th through the 29th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on. Ringing liberty and truth. We are Freedom 1570. Just say, play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I, was, I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life, and this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. And ladies, gentlemen, fellow friends, believers, warriors, whatever you want to call yourself, I need your help. This is a great relationship. You need me uh, to keep your thoughts fresh, to realize who you are and what you're doing. And I need you. You're a friend. You're a listener. You're a fellow warrior in this battle. 
So please help us spread the word. Don't keep me a secret. I promise you uh, this world will be a much better place where people jump into the now moment. Remember, Dr. Viktor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. So let us uh, help others get back their power and freedom. Uh, please uh, like us on Facebook, follow us, share us, uh, facebook.com, LIM Radio. And please consider giving to our nonprofit. You know, this allows us to keep LIM Radio on the air as well as, you know, we see a need, we meet a need. Uh, we see someone who needs an open heart transplant, a heart transplant like Danny uh, Neverman, and we do our best to meet his needs, to cover his family's expense, to help him cover medical costs and, and insurance costs. Uh, you know, we have an a orphanage in, in uh, Uganda, Kawuki, Mabarakai. And he's got, what, 40 kids, 50 kids. He's got three other adults that we ch- help. We feed the word of God. We teach them vision. We teach them leadership. We tell them how to plan and how to grow. We're, it's incredible. I got our brain scientist in India who's been basically grounded since COVID. Uh, and I can take your fingerprints and give you a 37-page print out of your brain. Uh, biometrically, it's incredible. Uh, we have uh, Jimbo in uh, uh, Tampa Bay who has a street ministry. He goes out in the middle of the night to uh, gangbangers, uh, prostitutes, uh, the pimps, the drug addicts, and he shares the word of God. Uh, we support those. I mean, there's lots of things we do. We see a need, we meet a need, and we need your help. Uh, which the last thing you need to help us is call your local radio station. Man, however you're listening, Like It Matters Radio, you should be listening on your local talk radio, Christian talk radio show. So just call them up say, hey, man, you should play Like It Matters Radio. Give them my name. Give them my number. We are on the satellite. Just let you know. We are on the satellite. There's a couple different satellites out there. One's called a Westwood One Satellite. Uh, we are SRN3, Like It Matters Radio. Salem, uh, which is where we're on here in Minneapolis, also has their own uh, satellite as well. Salem XDSIP, which again is SRN-Like It Matters Radio. So help us out because I'm here to help you. And in this last segment, what I want to do is help you understand some lessons about society I've learned this weekend. Because my training is situational leadership. And you go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. Get yourself in a class. I've been doing it for 31 years. A man is a three-part being. We have a body that's a machine. Uh, it has rules. you got to learn those rules. Uh, then you have a mind that runs the machine and the battles in the mind. And you got to understand not just the conscious mind but the unconscious mind. And I'll teach you all that. And But you're not the body and you're not the brain. You are the spirit that occupies that body and uses that brain. And so I deal with all three components, and I put a lot of pressure on people. It's the fiery furnace. Uh, And not to be mean, I squeeze people. Remember, we're a sponge. And so when people come to my class, I put a lot of pressure on them. Sometimes I get anger. I get negativity. People get bitter. They get angry. They shut down. They want to fight me. And I didn't cause them to do that. The people say, you made me angry. You made me shut down. You made me want to quit. And I always say, I didn't make you anything. I'm not God. What I did is I applied pressure. If it wasn't in you, it wouldn't be coming out of you. Again, if I could go back to a little me, a five-year-old me, and look that little me in the eye and give that little me one piece of information, I would tell that little me to be careful to what you allow in your head. Be careful allow uh, what you allow yourself to hold on to. Because years ago, God said, Black, you're going through this life too heavy. 
And yeah, I had storage places in four different states. I used to have a huge retreat center. I used to be of this world and going to become a billionaire and all this. And uh, when God got a hold of me, uh, he redirected me and made me realize that I was chasing after nothing, that he has created me for something. Uh, and so what he was talking about was I was holding on a lot of bitterness, a lot of resentment. I was keeping a pound of flesh, a record wrong. I'd been hurt by this world. I've never fit in. I've been beaten on every step of the way. I've been told I don't matter. I'm not enough. Anybody know that? You know what it's like not to be enough? Not to be good enough, not to be smart enough, not to be tall enough, not to be black enough, not to be talented enough, not to be endowed enough, not to be thin enough. Not anybody know what I'm talking about? When you're not enough, boy, all of a sudden you lose hope. You don't want to push. And then we turn to drugs and alcohol, self-medication. We, we, this week we talked about that. You know, what does it mean to be a man? For a lot of people, uh, being a man, does it mean if I can make enough women go ooh, ooh, ah, ah? Is it being a man making a lot of money or betting a lot of women? Is making a man uh, smoking a cigarette or a joint or riding horseback? What does it mean to be a man? What does a man look like? What does a man sound like? How does a man act? Right? We talked about that. That God gave us instructions. God gave us six qualities of biblical manhood. Right? God said, pursue these six things, pursue righteousness, pursue godliness, faith, love, steadfastness. That means never give it up. That means committing. And then gentleness. That's meek. The meek shall inherit the earth and the meek are not weak. Just because they rhyme doesn't mean they're the same thing. Meek is not weak. Meek is power under control. Meek is a bridled stallion. Meek is the son of man coming down, taking on the form of man and being nailed to the cross and staying on the cross because it wasn't nails that held Jesus on the cross. It was love. For when Jesus was being beaten, when Jesus was having his flesh ripped off him, when Jesus was being bled out, you know what he said between the stimulus and the response? He said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Imagine when Jesus was being crucified, when Jesus was being beaten to death, They create a word so painful out of the painful experience of crucifixion. It's called excruciating. That word comes from crucifixion. That word describes the utmost in pain and agony. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I've met the enemy, and he's living in my shorts. If other people said and did to us what we said and did to ourselves, we'd never tolerate it. Why do you think we need to do so many drugs, so many alcohol, promiscuity, pornography, why do you think we don't like the company we keep when we sleep with ourselves? Why do you think that we have to always share our bed with somebody else, that we're afraid to be alone? Because we don't like the company we keep because we lost integrity. So let me tell you about the ills of America and where we're at. I do situational leadership. I've been doing it for 31 years. I see the pulse of America. I see the canary in the mine shaft. I get it at the individual level, and I see what's going on at the corporate level through the individual. And I'm going to tell you a couple of lessons I learned this weekend. Remember, we started with five women and three men. We ended with five women and one man, one out of three. So let me tell you what I learned watching this process and being a part of it. Men are lost. They're confused. There's been effective battle on men for about 40, 50 years. It's been very effective. Men are lost. They don't know who they're supposed to be. 
They don't know if they're supposed to be macho. They're not sure if they're supposed to be mellow. So they're that wavy dude at the uh, auto dealership, you know, that big oh, the arms are wailing around his head, spinning around, air is blown up through him. We are marshmallow man. We don't know to be macho. We don't know to be mellow. So we become marshmallow man. Stand for nothing. The wind blowing us to and fro. Men are lost. Women are having to step up to fill in the gap. And because that, a lot of women are becoming a little masculine in their mannerisms. They're becoming controlling versus empowering. Why? Because they've had to fill the gap. They have to be gorgeous, thin, sexy, talented, be able to cook, be able to keep a house. Why? And then men don't appreciate it. God has been pushed on the back burner, ladies and gentlemen. I got one guy who lied and said he quit the class because he doesn't believe in God. Can I tell you what? Atheism is something brand new. I don't even think it exists. In the old days, there was no atheism. There was no atheism in the Bible. People had polytheism, multiple gods. Gods everywhere had a God for everything. Atheism is a fairly new thing, and I'm suggesting atheism's dead. Also, I learned where I was reminded this week about requisite variety, that in any element in a system with the most flexibility has most power and control. And ladies, and, uh, and ladies, we are called to be that element. Men, we are called to be that element. It's not a gender thing. It's a leadership thing. It's a human thing. It's a godly thing. An element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power and control. We are called to be that element. But you've got to know those existential questions, who you are, why you're here, who you are. What do you want so bad that you won't have been comfortable for two days? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to get off those drugs or stop looking at porn? Once you realize your why, then everything else will change. And at Like It Matters Radio, I'm here to help you find your why. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Listen up. With inflation, interest rates, and the recent banking crisis, are you nervous about what's coming next in the stock market? If you're ready to take control of your trading and predict trends instead of reacting to them, then Vantage Point is for you. Did you know Vantage Point predicted the trends of all the collapsing banks weeks in advance? Vantage Point's artificial intelligence technology analyzes massive amounts of market data in seconds, so you can predict future trends with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. Instead of using lagging indicators to make bad decisions, with Vantage Point, you can forecast market trends days ahead for better trade selection. Learn how when you text DEMO to 813-813 for a free live class. Are you ready to take control? Text the word DEMO to 813-813 and learn more today. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. By texting, you agree to the terms available at VantagePointSoftware.com and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text DEMO to 813-813. Ringing. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.